Hey guys, we're getting ready to start the radio show. I hope you join us. It's going to be a very interesting radio show. It's about addressing, you know, dysfunctional behavior, mainly people pleasing. How to say no instead of feeling pressured to say yes. How to be assertive and how to be clear, knowing what you want and, you know, the value of yes also because it opens up opportunities to a lot of possibilities we didn't think possible. So, Bobby wants to say hi, like usual. She always tells me they want to say hi. Hi. So, please stay with us. It's going to be an interesting hour. And I need to learn how to say no, too. So I'm going to listen. <laughs> unless, unless it's to me. <laughs> it, it should always be yes ah, okay. when it comes to me. I see. No is very ah, bad I see. If, if he's speaking to me. Okay. <laughs> so I got it now. So it's like a different, uh, different treatment. Oh, okay. So I, I'm, I'm getting it. I'm getting it. No Don't to worry. everyone else. Uh -huh. Okay. So but to say yes, <laughs> whatever, whatever you say, got it. That's how it. That's how it works. Love, love everybody. Well, like you should always say yes to God, for example. Yeah, which is the same as saying yes to your Not wife. Not that I'm God, but <laughs> you know, those you love anyway. Try to say yes as much as possible. Of course, especially to your wife, people. <laughs> if you want to make her happy, that is. That is yes. <laughs> and we do want to make her happy. So that's going to be the case. And soon we're going to start with the first song. Any minute now. Yes, but I cannot see the time. They're trying to take our voices. They're trying to make our choices. So we scream loud, loud, loud. And oh, I know you feel the lightning. And with Amy Cabo. Life can bring many difficult situations, domestic violence, addictions, poverty, and even sexual abuse by your loved ones. Welcome, Amy Cabo and The Cure. Good afternoon, and welcome to The Cure Radio Show. I'm your host, Amy Cabo, with my amazing partner, Well, I'm Boris. still amazing. That's because I pray. You're amazing. And God is good. Yep. Our show is available live on your radio, also through our app, The Cure, on any smartphone, and our website, GodIsTheCure.com, because He is. We are broadcasting today live from Miami through satellite, available live in 35 radios in 11 states, which could expand to 200 radios, I just learned. And on Sirius XM channel 131, also live on social media. And soon after the show, any podcast player as a podcast. I want to thank our social media followers, especially since we reach an average of 1 million people monthly on Facebook alone. So thank you guys and thank God. This show deals with the issues of life, suffering, 
which we've all encountered, and the tenacity of the human spirit. We provide testimonials to let people know that we're not alone. And in this show, the testimony started with me. We also have experts and inspirational speakers. Since education is necessary, awareness is crucial, and comfort is needed. God was my only cure, hence the cure, and since everything else failed. So we hope to be a source of healing and information for each other. Life can be challenging, but know this, there's always hope. Because God is our Father, He is omnipotent, and He loves us. The song we played earlier was Can't Stop the Girl by Beba Rexa. And guys, here's my take from that clip I just played. There is but one truth which God lets us know, not different variations. No one should act on our behalf. We should only meet God's expectations. We are created equal, loved just as much. Despite the wool pulled over our eyes, we are free with a God-given will. Righteousness prevails over Satan's disguise. And they are screaming louder as they see it coming. God's storm is approaching. They can censor our voices and limit our choices. But like lightning, more souls God is coaching. From confusion and chaos and scary times, it's pretty exciting what God will create. The darker it is, the more generous is blessings. God is patient, and perfect timing determines our fate. Today, we will talk about social pressure, being assertive, and making it clear how to say yes when we really mean no, how not to say yes, that is, when we really mean no, and the value of yes with our special guest, psychologist Joyce Campbell. Joyce Campbell is an experienced psychotherapist, counselor of 24 plus years with a master's in counseling. As a nationally certified licensed professional counselor, she is passionate about exposing the dysfunctional behavior known as subjugation. Her experience in what she has termed chronic subjugation generates the ability to break free from continuous people-pleasing. Joyce has been working on a book about that, The Power of Yes. Stop saying yes when you really mean no. Joyce, welcome to The Cure. So excited to have you here. Thank you, Amy. It's my pleasure. Joyce, so let's dive right in. Please tell us about people-pleasing and subjugation. Why does, is it difficult for some of us to, get, to say no? Mm-hmm. Yes, um, the word yes has a great deal of power. And there's an upside. We like to make people happy, uh, and hopefully that's reciprocated. But there's also a downside. And that downside can be extremely damaging. Uh, In fact, psychological studies have shown that this behavior, pattern of thinking and putting others first always, is a major way to damage and even destroy a life. Um, I can give you an example. You might think, yes, how can that be? Um, But there's the story, true story, of a gentleman that uh, was in a third world country, and he was there on business, and he had a meeting and several meetings with the gentleman that was a customer and a very large customer, a good percentage of the company's income was generated from that man and his company. So, long story short, the gentleman that was hosting had a very exotic dish prepared for, let's call him Peter, and P 
Peter was not really comfortable with eating this delicacy, but to please his host and to (laughs) not lose the percentage of income that came from them, he went ahead and ate this delicacy. And he really wanted to say no, but he subjugated, he complied, he said yes, and long story short, he became violently ill and went to a clinic in that area, and they tried their best, but it wasn't sufficient, and so he had to be flown back to the United States. And there he went to a hospital that specialized in these type of situations. And so there was a team of doctors working with him and on him. And unfortunately, they were too late. The treatments didn't work. And Peter died. So this this could be a double-edged sword. Yeah. Or it's sometimes Absolutely. it may seem like a good idea at the surface. Mm-hmm. But the most important thing is to be honest in your actions yeah. and in your words. At least yeah. that's what God teaches us. And we really should mm-hmm. listen to his advice. It's the best there is. Absolutely. Um, uh, and so, I mean, who knows for what reason this delicacy maybe was spoiled or poisoned or who knows what was the reason that this happened. But isn't it so that when we have an instinct to say no or when we don't feel right about the situation, we're generally right. Mm -hmm. Um, And the the last thing we want to do is allow other people to take advantage of the situation and get us to do something that we don't feel comfortable doing or that we don't want to do that is a disservice to both people involved. Yeah, both. Absolutely. Is Um, there? Yes, go ahead. It's really a form of self-abuse, subjugation, because it's people-pleasing on steroids. You give up your opinions, your preferences, and uh, needs, desires, to those of others. So you comply. And you're not being who you really are. So it's actually a deceptive practice as well. Almost as an imposter. um, Yes. You're sending out a false self. Right. And as you mentioned... We need to be authentic yes, and true and, bottom line, not lie. Um, because when we do, we violate our integrity. Well, we think that when we're saying a white lie, it makes the person feel better. But mm-hmm. even in the smallest way, whether it's a small sin or a, bad, or a big sin, there's consequences. Somebody yeah. else might tell you the truth later and you don't appreciate being lied to so that you can feel better. So, but, and there's such a thing as chronic subjugation, I hear. But we'll talk talk about about that when we return. After the short break. So let's continue talking about how to break free from what? Subjugation. I would like to hear from you. People pleasing. Call us what you think. 1-866-34-TRUTH. 1-866-34-TRUTH. We will be right back with Amy Cabell and The Cure. Amy Cabell and The Cure. This show deals with suffering, the tenacity of the human spirit, and the courage to keep moving forward with the help of God. I want people to know that there's hope. I was forced into my abortion because I didn't think I had a choice. I want people to know there's choices. Well, Amy, my heart is breaking. I just want you to know that I love you and I thank God for you. Amy Cabo and The Cure. Every Saturday at 1 Eastern on The Truth Network. Lo siento mucho. Y me cansé de luchar y de guerra al embate. Dale en la línea de fuego y de mer. 
no seguiré lejos de ti continue with Amy Cabo and The Cure. Welcome back, guys. Back this to seriousness. Yeah, she is. <laughs> I was going to say that. <laughs> Remember, <laughs> you can listen to the radio show live to our app The Cure with Amy Cabo or as a podcast. Just look for God is The Cure wherever podcasts are. The song that just played was On My Way by Alan Walker well, she doesn't say and Sabrina Carpenter. Where she's going. And for those that don't know Spanish, my apologies. It's a Miami song, I guess. We're very bilingual here. So, but here's my take, guys. This is what I get from this minute I played. There are moments we don't own up. We can be weak and feel like a failure. We don't succeed in life without God. Stop resisting and turn to our Savior. Playing with fire, we often will burn. By making mistakes, there's so much to learn. We awaken, mending our thoughts and our ways, always in mind as God's greatest concern. Could we be struggling, yet be on our way? This world is tough, not easy to take. The just has many troubles, it's been said. Be like Christ, there's too much at stake. Pray for wisdom, humility, and strength. Being alive means there's work to be done. Guiding our path with God's divine love. What's our worth? As Jesus, God's only son. We are talking about control and how to say no with special guest, Joyce Campbell. Joyce, before we went into break, I, you said you made a reference to, um, you know, chronic conjugation. Sub subjugation. Um, sorry, subjugation. Correction. But maybe that's a good term too. I don't know what that means. Chronic that, subjugation. That and so people do this regularly, naturally, mm -hmm. as a habit. Yeah, like yeah. me. <laughs> And it's totally damaging. Um, it occurs, you know, when you give up your preferences, your thoughts, your desires, your needs, and you become a yes person. Knee-jerk yeses constantly. Um, that's subjugation. And subjugation basically means compliance, agreeing to, or give, and in this case, giving in, giving up, and giving in to others. So you, um, you lose a sense of self-worth then. Absolutely. Your confidence erodes, your self-worth definitely erodes, and pretty soon you don't even know who you are because you've morphed into other people and their values and thoughts and etc and so at first it appears let's say we're in the workplace and people see you as a team player that oh this person is so great they're they're really going to be a big part of the team and yet that's short term long term they disagree and they disrespect you because um, they may say, oh, give it to so-and-so. She'll do anything you want her to do. Um, so they start tossing some of their tasks off onto the one that's subjugating. And this actually, in the workplace, often leads to 
um, ostracism and being bullied, actually. Is that what um, they talk about, taking advantage of people's kindness? <laughs> Is that yes. why some people are, are not willing to be so kind? Um, but is there also a fine line? How do we know we're not chronically conjugating in a marriage? <laughs> well, subjugating. You know sorry, or chronically being kind. <laughs> well, I can give you a good example about that. There was this couple that um, it was about time for them to take their next vacation, and they were talking about it, and they said. Oh, you know, we had a good time in Cabo. And the spouse said, that's true. Why don't we go back there? And so they did. And yet, after they were there a couple of days, they were bored because they had done everything that were there was to do the first time in Cabo and that area. And so they were talking under a beautiful umbrella <laughs> and having this conversation of, wow, there's not much to do here, is there? And the other one was saying, yes, there's not. And I, you know what? I really didn't want to come here. And the other one is like, well, I thought you really wanted to come here. <laughs> <laughs> and they were like, oh, no. And so what they had done was subjugate to each other they weren't completely honest and they missed out on a vacation in a different location that could have, that been, could have been better yeah absolutely but and how do we know we're guilty of subjugating is is there symptoms to this rather than mm -hmm. we're just being kind uh i mean how do you know the difference whether you fall into to the trap mm -hmm. of subjugation rather than is being kind as much as possible. Right. So there are some definite um, guidelines that I've put into the manuscript. Um, if you're feeling unheard, um, if someone listens but they aren't really hearing you and you know that, um, then you're subjugating if you don't correct them and say well what i actually meant was and you know get into a deeper conversation about it um they may feel again in the workplace like boy i just don't measure up here i'm less than these people and so they're believing lies from the enemy actually and <clears throat> too often we buy these lies yes and then what happens is our brain over time has pathways that are deeply embedded if we live that way. Yes. And so all these negative or incorrect pathways are there and we default to them when we're in a situation um, and we want to be accepted, approved, and so we pay that high cost. Um, again, after a time, even in a marriage, oh, I have this one couple that came in and he was so frustrated and she was pretty quiet. And I started well, exploring. Are some people more prone to this? Let's say docile personalities, and it's just something assertiveness, something they can learn. And yes, we'll Absolutely. continue talking about that after a short break. Please call us one eight six six thirty four truth one eight six six thirty four truth to tell us if you're a yes or a no person, because there is a no person we'll be too. Right back with Amy Cabo and the Cure.
The Cure with Amy Cabo. Life can bring many difficult situations, domestic violence, addictions, poverty, and even sexual abuse by your loved ones. Welcome, Amy Cabo and The Cure. Welcome back. And remember, we're live every Saturday at 1 p.m. on your radio, on our app, The Cure, and our website, GodIsTheCure.com. All shows are also a video podcast. Just look for God is the Cure with Amy Cabo or type in God is the Cure, whatever podcasts, whatever you watch or listen to your podcasts. This song is of bittersweet memories. I remember I dedicated this song to my adult daughter when she was in a coma on her barely alive and um, the miracle that she survived. This song is called Stand By You by Rachel Pattern. And this is what I get from it, guys. With the help of the Holy Spirit, hopefully. Jesus walked through hell for us. Would we do the same in return? Accept all that happens as his will, staying loyal as we live and learn. When we stumble and it seems like too much, God shows us how to get through. Give it to him who delights in our efforts. As his children, there's nothing God wouldn't do. We can be confident we're not alone. God's truth will uncover Satan's veil. Faith brings us closer to our eternal purpose. To those broken, God is close and does heal. With God, we are strengthened with power, grounded in love that surpasses understanding. We may be beaten down and far from heaven, yet in high spirits as God's people continue expanding. We are talking about how to stop saying yes when we really mean no, guys, with special guest Joyce Campbell, a psychologist. Now keep in mind that Romans 8-9 says, you're not controlled by your sinful nature. You are controlled by the Spirit if you have the Spirit of God living in you which means we must be obedient. And remember that those who have the spirit of Christ living in them do not belong to him at all. Who do not have him in. What did you say? That don't have immunity? (laughs) (laughs) No, who do not have the spirit. Oh, okay. They do not belong to him. Okay. If they have the spirit, they belong. So, Joyce, I had a question. I know that um, there may be people that are more prone to subjugation maybe docile personalities those who have experienced abuse uh, and if it's something that's been conditioned in them or something that they're just more prone to do is is assertiveness um, getting them to say what they mean something that can be learned absolutely even it if it's not learned. in their nature absolutely um, the introverts have more trouble uh, saying no in general than the extrovert Um, and temperament the melancholy temperament and the phlegmatic temperament they are introverts and they definitely have more trouble in general saying no um, because they tend to be quiet people and when they come across an extrovert that's strong and has a lot of self-will they can just shut down um, because they feel so intimidated and it almost well it does in many cases if it's a toxic environment then they do shut down they lose their voice and so when we start to come into recovery that is one of the learned behaviors that is so critical is to learn to find your voice first of all and then how to use it how to speak up appropriately yes appropriately is that what you mean by constant eternal conflict yes internal conflict because your thoughts and your actions do not agree 
And so you're constantly anxious um, because your thoughts are so negative and incorrect. You default to those negative pathways in the brain. The good news is that those pathways can actually be deleted due to disuse. So the brain has to be retrained and to speak the truth and to affirm ourselves and to learn what is the truth. I am not a failure. I am not less than. I am a child of God. I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. And so there's um, a verse that I wrote down because I didn't want to misquote it, but it's (laughs) Paul's letter to the Philippians 4.8, and it reads, Finally, brothers and sisters, whatever is true, whatever is right, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is admirable, if anything is excellent or praiseworthy, think about such things. So the Lord was telling us through Paul centuries ago (laughs) that we need to create these positive, correct pathways in our brain. You know, and so... And it's so easy to fall into negativity. Mm-hmm. It really is mm-hmm. with everything that's going on in the world. And I always thought myself, and I say, oh, you know, St. Paul said, think of the things in heaven, the good things, only good thoughts. I mean, isn't it true that what we practice most in thought and in action mm-hmm. becomes our reality? I mean, we can either mm-hmm. set ourselves up for happiness or misery, Absolutely. right? Absolutely, yeah. But tell me about neuroplasticity. That's what said. Sure. Does, does our brain adapt? It, that's century, what you're talking about. Yeah, for centuries, uh, scientists thought that the brain was hardwired, that the physical makeup and that the purposes that the different parts of the brain have were fixed. And relatively recently, actually, Um, they've learned that the brain is soft-wired. So we can correct those negative pathways that are deeply embedded, even if it's been years and years where we've defaulted to them. When we begin to learn how to properly think, then those pathways actually die to disuse. They're not being used, so so they die off. Our brain can adapt the same way we do. Look Absolutely. at that. Well, the funny thing is actually even adapts even if there is a organic damage. Like brain damage, yes. like my, yeah. our, my adult daughter has. Yeah. Yes, there are software neuroplasticity exercises that have caused people with strokes, for example, who had been told you can never speak again mm-hmm. or walk and or big whatever. Surprise. And with these exercises, they can. We even had um, an experience like this in our own family. Um, my husband was in his office at work, and all of a sudden he was slammed violently with um, nausea and had to hit the floor because of the, the room Dizziness. was spinning. Yes, and so... It didn't stop. He was retching in a waste paper basket, and it went on. And so one of the employees called 911, and they got him to the hospital. And initially, an intern said, oh, this has to do with crystals in your ear. Well, you know, it seems like God really knew what he was doing. He definitely didn't create weaklings, and he gave us a lot of special special things that we can do that we have no idea and uh, we'll continue talking about how to say yes or no depends on the situation call us with your question or comments 1-866-34-TRUTH we'll be right back one 866 34
How many times have you used the acronym ASAP lately? We use it when we're under stress or in a hurry and we want or need something to happen immediately or as soon as possible. May I suggest another meaning for ASAP? One that might help when you're under stress? Here it is. Always say a prayer. When you're fighting to meet a deadline, prayer serves two purposes. First, it helps you switch to a slower gear, if even for a moment. And second, you invite God into the situation. Both sound like productive steps to me. This is David Jeremiah, encouraging you to get on the road to new life. Discover the power of prayer on Route 66. Route 66, driving the word home. Log on to Route66life.com and get your roadmap for life. Route 66, start your journey home today. Amy Cabo and The Cure. This show deals with suffering, the tenacity of the human spirit, and the courage to keep moving forward with the help of God. I want people to know that there's hope. I was forced into my abortion because I didn't think I had a choice. I want people to know there's choices. Well, Amy, my heart is breaking. I just want you to know that I love you and I thank God for you. Amy Cabo and The Cure. Every Saturday at 1 Eastern on The Truth Network. Encouragement for Believers from Dr. Charles Stanley. By means of prayer, we can reach any person, get the divine supernatural power of God in on anything going on anywhere in the world. What are the means can you and I use to do that? The teaching of Dr. Charles Stanley on In Touch, helping you grow in Christ every day. again and thanks for tuning in we're live every saturday at 1 p.m eastern on your radio on our app the cure and on social media look for god is the cure as you can hear the rain in the background yes there is rain <laughs> because it's going to start rainy season i guess anyway later the show will be available Storm, as a podcast Search for The Cure with Amy Cabo, Amy spelled with an I and a double E, or type in God is the Cure and the podcast The Cure with Amy will show up. And then please subscribe if you want to. I don't see the storm. I see how we're still on air despite the storm and we still have reception. Super cool. (laughs) Satellites. Well, that's God. The Mm -hmm. song that just played was Living Proof, Camila Cabello. And this is my take, guys. Where did you come from, God, and this feeling? I thought I knew you. There is much more. I'm living proof of your power and saving. Hallelujah, how great the soul you restore. A source of hope and strength renewed with joy and peace when trusting you, overflowing with confidence in his spirit, grateful with humility what God makes new. Dwelling in our hearts, we want to do good. God is the cure, so pure, with no blemishes at all. Overflowing with mercy, His Son gives us life. And His grace pulls us through, should we fall. 
Love perseveres. God makes that evident. Even though he may seem silent some days, not much suffering to take or time will go by before he makes himself known in so many ways. We are continuing our conversation with special guest Joyce Campbell, the author of The Power of Yes. So that's going to be an awesome book. I guess people are going to learn about subjugation. But anyway, Miss Joyce, how do we not go in the other extreme? Like be a no person. I don't want to be a no Very. person. And no. is there power in yes? <laughs> yeah, when we, it's appropriate, it's the upside of yes. We just don't want to go into the downside and have it be our automatic response to whatever. And yes, uh, Boris, you're absolutely right. If we, there can be a reactive stage when we're learning these new things and you find you have some power, then you can, the pendulum can swing the other way and you start saying no to everything. Yeah. <laughs> uh, doesn't always happen, but that is abuse of no. So in <laughs> my practice, <laughs> I have to it happens. for that. It, I mean, yes. isn't there times we say no when we should say yes? Had we said yes, yes we would have been absolutely. pleased with the results. And having said no, yes. we would have never, we never get to know any different. Yeah, very good point. Excellent. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, like a toddler, you know, a toddler is <laughs> always saying no, no, yes. no. And some adults <laughs> act like that too. Yes, sometimes so. I still um, grow. <laughs> but, you know, I there is promises, promises in me. I'm... Um, I promises. I promise. There, I know there's things I would have normally had said no to, but uh-huh. I'm glad I said yes because I was pleasantly surprised. Mm-hmm. So we we shouldn't always feel that we have to say no, and and it, it comes Absolutely. with a little bit of of confidence, you know, have mm-hmm. confidence in being so. yourself, but also taking a chance mm-hmm. and yeah, um, saying yes more often. I saw somebody say that actually on TV that her grandmother or her mother says say yes all the time because as much as possible because (laughs) as a parent you're going to be saying no to your kids all the time. So say yes when you can and this person did that and she took on so many opportunities it's how she was able to become a politician because she said yes to the volunteering where normally she would have Mm -hmm. said no and so Mm -hmm. she discovered talents Mm -hmm. she didn't know she had. And if we say no too much, if it's inappropriate, then we do lose so many opportunities and we take on a protest identity. Yes. That we're known for saying no, you know, all the time, abusing no. So we want the pendulum to swing back into balance. So there is a happy medium. There is a happy middle, right? Absolutely. Let's just not try to go to extremes. Uh, There's a lot Mm -hmm. of extreme behavior out there. We don't have to follow follow suit. Right. (laughs) And we always need to be respectful and kind, whichever way we're hopefully appropriately answering. We don't want to take on an arrogant, uh, disrespectful attitude and harm someone. Yes, that's a very good point. So what steps should someone take? How do they free themselves from subjugation if they're kind of like in a rut, they don't know how to get out of Mm -hmm. it? Mm -hmm. Well, you take baby steps, and I work with my clients in terms of how to do that. Um, There was one woman that um, even if she received an incorrect order at a restaurant, she would eat it no, no matter what. Well, you people know, call that a saint. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, the poor person <laughs> suffers because if she ordered a baked potato and she gets french fries and just, you know, then you start resenting things and being mad at yourself and others. Um, self-loathing sets in very so t- just often. throw the dish to the to the waiter next time <laughs> no what she actually <laughs> did the next time 
we worked on it and and she actually received the wrong thing. Her steak was rare rather than oh. medium rare. And so she said, um, excuse me, I believe I ordered my steak medium well. And um, he said, oh, no problem, and whisked the plate away. And she <laughs> looked at her husband and she, with big eyes, and she I said, did oh, it. I did it. <laughs> good job. I can do this. I, I can at least she this. said it nicely. You know, that's, that's good. Yes. I mean, Absolutely. I say that because um, I remember I read that uh, St. Teresa, they used to give her, she was the only one that would eat food that was microwaved 20 times. She was subjugating, I think. <laughs> well, that's why I said that. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's just a matter of the will, is it not? It's, mm -hmm. it's it just the will to do the right thing. Mm -hmm. And um, doing the right thing is being authentic and saying yeah. what you mean and actually standing up for yourself in a nice way, like she yeah. did. I think that was very yeah. good. Any last suggestions in a um, minute. For, for our listeners that they can well, take in, home with them? In my manuscript, <laughs> I have a specific list of eight steps in terms of how to come out of this debilitating behavior and uh, so the first one is thinking about how you want to make the transition and we go over that again you don't want to be arrogant and disrespectful but to answer <laughs> politely kindly respectfully and um, I also go into eye contact um, maintaining the proper space between people, which is about an arm's length. So it's very so important to look anybody. at people. It's very important mm -hmm. to look at people when you speak to them. I just wanted Absolutely. to make that a take-home point. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Don't stay in their very face, too. <laughs> Not look at your Not phone while you're talking to them. It exactly. happens a lot. <laughs> Joyce, yes, it does. Um, and where so, can they, these pointers, they can find it where? At your website? Well, the book that I've written hasn't been published yet. But it's and coming. so I'm looking for a publisher. <laughs> and um, I do have the website, and I'm blogging certain segments of the book on those blogs. Nice. So they'll be able to learn quite a bit through that, nice. and yet yeah, it won't be complete. Well, any, anyhow, it, it, all your information and how to contact you and how to benefit from your amazing wisdom can be found at goddesssecure.com under radio shows and guests. Joyce, thank you so much for being with us. We have to end the show because I have a very long prayer. <laughs> it's been my pleasure, Amy. Thank you so much. Thank you. And we finish with a prayer, guys, like always. Heavenly Father, your word in Isaiah 59, 55, 9 says, For as the heavens are higher than the earth, so are my ways higher than your ways, and my thoughts than your thoughts. And in response to your word I say, I thank you for being above me and knowing what is best for me. In this life, we're all searching for our purpose and asking for your will to be done. But let us not be blinded and naive to think what we ask, so we are ready for it to be revealed and respond accordingly. I pray that each, that as each of us come to a point in our lives where we dare to ask you to reveal your will for us, you would put us in a place of acceptance of what you reveal to us. It may not be what we want, but it will surely be what we need in order to live a life fully invested in you. When fear attempts to consume us, be the destroyer of the fear by your perfect love, for we know it casts out all fear. When you see that we are tempted to turn back and ignore your will, chasten our spirits and help us to see that you only want the best for us. Help us to realize that anything you bring into our lives and anything you reveal to us is for our good. 
Give us a spirit of acceptance and a heart open to your move in our lives. Most of all, Lord, let us never get cut up in seeking you out for a revelation that we forget to seek you for you. Let us always desire to be with you above all things, seeking your kingdom first and letting everything else be added afterwards, letting your love surround us and cast out any fear or doubts. Help us to live in love with you, accept your will for our lives, and give us a proper response you to your revelation. In Jesus' name. For more information Amen. or to get Amy's book, Love is the Answer, God is the Cure, or to listen to the podcasts of previous shows, visit GodIsTheCure.com.